Hey, Suave, how y'all doing? Awesome. You look good. <laughs> I say that every time I get up here, don't I? Um, so, hey, I'm Chase. I'm the Central High School pastor here. So glad that you're here with us. Man, we are excited uh, to start a brand new series called Relationship Goals. Can you just say that? Just say on three, Relationship Goals with a little flavor. One, two, three. That was weak. We'll get there, but that's fine. Can we bring up the, the house lights a little bit? I, I like to see these, these faces out here. Um, but hey, we, yeah, we're, we're starting a brand new series, Relationship Goals. We're really pumped about this series. And uh, let, me, let me tell you why. Here's, why. here's why I'm excited about this series. Because God created us from the very, very beginning for relationships. And guess what? Relationships are a big part of your life, right? You have friends, you have family, you have boyfriends, you have girlfriends. Relationships happen all the time. And so we realize that, we know that. So we want to help you um, have relationship goals. So these next three weeks, man, we're, we're going to dive in hard um, and, and get, get into it. And, and we really believe that this will impact you greatly. Uh, so, and it'll impact your friends. So if you have friends that are not here, say, hey, yo, you got to get back here next week. Like we're in this series, Relationship Goals. It's super helpful because I promise you it will be helpful. All right. Um, with, let's, I, I want to take a time out real quick. As before we, before we dive, uh, dive into this, um, I think that it is, um, it's appropriate to address uh, this elephant kind of in the room. Because when we talk about relationships, there are many opinions. There are many um, ways that you might think a relationship um, could uh, be. Maybe it looks like women and women or man and man. Um, woman and woman, man and man. So we have that in our world, right? Um, and, and that's some people's that they think that's okay. They think that's good. Um, but I want to tell you where we're going to come from um, when we talk about relationships, okay? Like I said, we believe that God created relationships from the very beginning of time. He created man and he created woman. And he, he, he realized that, hey, man is not okay. That he doesn't want him to be alone, right? So he created Eve. And um, we believe, and this is how we're going to approach this. This is what we're going to be talking about. This is where we're going to be coming from, is that we believe God designed marriage for man and woman. We believe that God designed dating for man and woman, okay? So if you have different views of that, um, listen, that's, that's okay. You, you still come here every single week for the next three weeks. Because here's what I want to happen. I want us to have conversations about that. Because I'll be honest with you, I want to know why that you view that you you view um, relationships that way, and I would love to sit down and talk to you about actually what the Bible says and how God views relationships. Because the Creator of relationships had a plan, and we want you to experience that plan fully um, one day if you guys go off and get married. And because relationships are a very beautiful thing when they're done the right way. And uh, so that's where we're going to be coming from. Um, we're going we're gonna to take the stance of the Bible, and uh, we're going to do that in love. Um, and so this is not, um, you know, say, hey, this is what we're doing or whatever. But we just want you to know that's where we are going. That's how I'm going to be talking about relationships. Is that cool? Yeah. Love it. 
Um, okay, so I couldn't start off a relationship series without talking about my current relationship, right? Yeah. So um, I am married to a beautiful girl named Lauren, um, and there's some pictures on the screen. Uh, let's see here. What we got? So yeah, so this is, uh, this is our engagement photo. What's next? So that's, okay, this is actually when we first met. So that's cool. Um, yeah, we had like a photographer come out. It was, it was neat. It was like her best friend and all that. So uh, next, let's see. Oh yeah, this is cool. This is, uh, <laughs> we, we like to have fun. This is, a, this is an engagement photo as well. Um, next, let's see. Okay, that was at the beach. Yeah, you like that flow? Yeah, all right. Um, so yeah, that was at the beach actually this past, this past year. So um, we actually, yeah, we had kids by then. Okay, that was when we were, uh, that was when we were dating. So we went to a country concert and Billy Currington, that was, that was fun. Um, any, any more? Is that it? Oh yeah, okay. So that was, that was at the beach too. So uh, that, was, that was fun. Um, but how Lauren, how Lauren and I met. So uh, she was in college. I was also in college and I was on my way back to Tennessee from Arizona. I was recruiting for a residency program that I was a part of. She was attending Johnson University, which is a school we were both attending at the time. I just wasn't there physically. And so um, we met through a mutual friend. And uh, I really did not want to meet her, to be honest with you. I, I was just like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm gonna be flying out in like two days. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I, I'm not gonna date somebody in Tennessee and I'm in Arizona. Like, I, I'm about to get a job out there and stuff and it's just not gonna, it's not gonna work. Uh, but I ended up meeting her after chapel. So it's like, it like a church service type thing in college. And uh, I, I met her and whoo, she was fine. And so I said, okay, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back on what I was thinking and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pursue this a little bit. So we went to sushi that night with six friends, right? So we were just hanging out, having fun. Um, and uh, she didn't even eat sushi, which I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of a deal breaker, but that's okay. Um, so anyway, she, I'll never forget what she was wearing. She was wearing a uh, maroon sweater vest, like maroon sweater dress, not vest, that'd be weird. Uh, she, she was wearing a maroon sweater dress and she was looking good. Like she was just beautiful. I was like, oh man, like I got to leave tomorrow. What's up? Um, so I said, I said, hey, Sarah, I was like, can I get Lauren's number? I was like, you ask her if it's okay and all that stuff. Um, Cause I had no contact with her other than that. And so I got her number. I asked her to coffee the next day. I said, hey, I'm leaving at 1030. Like, can we get coffee at 730 AM? And uh, she was like, yeah, sure. I was like, yes, come on. Um, so we went, we got coffee, uh, skinny vanilla latte. It worked for me. Maybe it'll work for you, fellas. I don't know. Um, but we went down by the river, uh, the Tennessee River, and literally, like, it sounds like a movie, which is odd, but uh, life gets crazy later on. Uh, but we, like, walk and we talk, and, and like, it was, it was awesome. And uh, so I, we talked for two hours, and I got on a plane and flew to Arizona. Great, okay. Um, this is really gonna work, you know. Um, but six days later, I booked my flight back for spring break, which was in three weeks, okay? And man, we talked, we dated, we were engaged, we were married, we got, had kids real quick. Um, and then <laughs> this, yeah, now, now they're turning one March 2nd, which is insane. But we have these like, we, we go into relationships, right, thinking that it's kind of like 
it's kind of what I just described. Like everything seems perfect. Everything seems to be like, oh, Lauren is the right person. Like I met the right person. Everything is good. We, we dated, we were engaged, we got married, we have kids. And if you look at these pictures, they're like, that's a, that's a pretty solid family. It doesn't seem like much has happened. But I wanna tell you something. It's been really hard. Um, and it's not your picture-perfect romantic movie happily ever after marriage, right? It's not. It wasn't that when we were dating. We've experienced brain cancer. We've experienced um, her being in and out of the hospital, almost losing our kids. Like, it's not all great. But you see, I think what happens is whenever we, we're in the dating world, we're in the dating age, right? You're in, you're in high school. You think that this happily ever after, you have this happily ever after mindset. You have this right person mindset. And so we search and we hunt and we try to find the right person, right? We try to find the right person. Man, the right person, the right girl, the right guy is out there. How many of you think that? Yes, if you don't raise your hand, you're lying, okay? You think that you, you, you're searching, you're finding, if, if I could just find the right person, everything will be all right. Ladies, you think that right guy is out there. If I could just find that right guy, you probably hashtag relationship goals on Instagram and you're like, hey, listen, if I could just have him, right? Everything will be all right. Fellas, you too, okay? You're not getting off the hook either. If I could just find that girl, woo, everything would be all right. Hashtag relationship goals. So, so we're living in this world where if we can find that right person, everything's gonna be all right. We spend our days searching and hunting for this right person. Here's what happens, right? You find the right person. You find that right girl. You're like, babe, this is her. This is her. Mom, I found her. She's the one. I love her. I love her. Three months in, y'all broke up. <laughs> it's true. Ladies, You tell your best friend, I found him. <laughs> Here's the deal. All is well, right? All is well. He's, oh, he's great. He's so, he's so kind and he's, he's a gentleman and all this stuff. And then y'all, then y'all start fighting, right? He talks back to you and you give him one of these, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, don't you do that. But then we think, oh, we're fighting. Well, he's not the right one. He's not the right one. So we go through this process and we try to find the right person. This is in your notes. In relationships, the success or failure has very little to do with finding the right person. Because I'm gonna tell you something right now. We're gonna squash the myth of the right person. We're not, we're not gonna search and try to find the right person. It's a myth. 
the right person, you, you're not gonna find the right person and everything's gonna be all right. This is, not, this is not how it works. And I wanna follow that statement up with this. In relationships, the success or failure has all to do with who you are when you date. In relationships, the success or failure has all to do with who you are when you date. Not them, you. So tonight is gonna to be all about you. Take them out of the picture, all right? Take them out of the picture. We're gonna get going. Tonight's bottom line is this. This is what I want you to walk away with. This is what I want you to know. If you hear nothing else tonight, hear this. Who you are before you date is who you will be when you date. Who you are before you date is who you will be when you date. So the question is no longer, who is the right person, right? That, that's no longer the question. Or it, the, the question is no longer, how can I find that right person? Now the question is, how can I be the right person? How can I be the right person? How can you be the right person? Scripture is not silent on this matter. So if you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians 13. And it's 1152 in your worship center Bibles. If you have those, it's, they're under your seat. You can grab them. And we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about how we can become the right person. The Apostle Paul wrote 1 Corinthians 13. And so here we have... Uh, this section in scripture. And, and Paul, he, he writes down a list of characteristics of how we should treat one another, okay? So I don't care if you're dating somebody or not, relationships are relationships. So think outside the box. If you're not dating a girl or a boy, whatever. If you're, if you're not dating, think of your friends, think of your family, think of your teacher, think of your community, it's how we treat. This can transcend the, the dating world, okay? Um, so I, I wanna look at this scripture and, and we're going to be in verse four. But I think what's fascinating about 1 Corinthians 13, it, it's, it's called the love chapter, right? If you've ever been to a wedding, you've probably heard these words uh, read aloud and it's usually the expectation of what the other person, the other person should be or like obtain, like the characteristics that, that they, should, they should have, right? But God, not, he's not necessarily just talking about them when, when that's being read. He's talking about you. He's talking about me. But I think in trying, when we try to find that right person, we put all of that on them and we never focus on ourselves. So tonight I want to read 1 Corinthians 13, four through seven. And we're gonna land just in verse four tonight, but it's just a, it's just a beautiful passage of scripture um, we just don't have time to get through all of that. So, so let's go to verse four. It says this. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. 
It always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, and always perseveres. Verse four, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, it, is, it does not boast, it is not proud. What, is, what Paul is saying here is to be the right person, it is to be patient, it is to be kind. You don't boast, you don't envy, you're not proud. And I'm gonna just be honest with you. I, that, is, that is difficult, right? That is difficult for, for me. Like, and here's the deal. I, I, when, when preparing for this message, I put my name in front of these things. So I wanna challenge you to do that. If, if, if you read this through again, or maybe just right there in your head, like, like this, Chase is patient. Ooh. Chase is kind. Chase does not envy. Chase does not boast. Chase is not proud. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so this is, this is not easy. This is not like, oh, yeah, I got that. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you figure that out, like, right now, and you're good with that, like, let me know how you did that. Because for me, I've had to work really, really hard at these things. I wanna, I wanna just break these down. I, I wanna get into this scripture a little bit. Let's talk about what, is, what does it look like for, for love to be patient? That means love takes time. Love takes time. It, it means that, that, that they go first. It means that you're willing to wait for what is best. It means that you, you persevere even when life is tough. And love doesn't bail. Love is patient. Love is kind is the next one. It sounds passive, but it's a word that comes, it combines good and kind. So, so there is an action associated with this. It's acting on behalf of the other person. You're, you're full of service, right? You're putting others before yourself. It means that you look out of how you can help other people. Love is kind. Love does not envy. What does that mean? It means that you don't claim others' possessions. When you envy, you feel like you have to have the right to own the other person. Love gives up that right. There's a freedom there. You trust the other person. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. Fellas, love does not boast. That means you, you don't keep talking about yourself. I'm gonna be honest with you, I had a problem with that. I still do a little bit. Love does not boast. Have you ever, have you ever heard of a one-upper? Yeah, you know, yeah, you're one too, so it's fine. It's true, you are. When you're in a conversation and somebody says, oh man, I did this the other day. Oh, that's nothing, I did this. We all do it. We all do it. And that's a difficult thing not to do, right? Love does not boast. Paul is saying, love is not that way. 
Love is not proud. Love is not proud. This is probably, this is, this is, this is, this is an important one to me. Love is not proud. The, the, the word proud is, is, is puffed up. It's, it's like a phrase of being full of yourself. Love is not that way. Because if you're full of yourself, you have no room for anybody else. If you're full of yourself, you have no room for anybody else. Love is not proud. It's tough, isn't it? It's a tough conversation. But I'm gonna promise you it's gonna be worth it. We gotta get better at this. We gotta get better at becoming the right person. But I'm gonna tell you something, it doesn't come naturally. It doesn't just happen. You have to continue to work at being the right person. In every relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, what, to your friends, to your family, to your teacher, to your community, to the people around you, you gotta be the right person. Focus on being the right person rather than finding the right person. See, before Lauren and I met, I was actually the guy who was in search of the right person. I've been there, I know. So was she. She was in search of this right person. But what was just a major shift for us is that we started not, we didn't want to focus on finding the one, but we wanted to be the one. We wanted to be the one. And so, so tonight, the question is this. Are you becoming the type of person that you want to date? Are you, coming, are you becoming the type of person that you want to date? Because who you are before you date is who you will be when you date. This is very important. Let me, let me say it to you this way as we close tonight. If you want to love, you gotta know who love is. If you want to love, you gotta know who love is. Who is love? Jesus. Jesus is love. Jesus came to this earth to love us. He was one of us. He struggled and he strived to be love. It was hard for him, just like it's hard for you. That was the reason God sent him here, is to be able to relate to, to us, for us to feel the same things, to, to, try, to, 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 to try to strive to be love. And Jesus was love for us. So we want to embody and we want to be like Jesus, right? That is the whole goal of being a Christian is to be more and more like Jesus. That's it. Jesus is and was and will be love. And so as we, we talk about dating and relationships and all this stuff, man, the first thing that we have to do is to become the right person.
Because if you become the right person, you're gonna set yourself up well for all the rest to follow. But it starts with you. And I'm gonna tell you it's worth it. Some of you know what I mean when I say it. So, are you becoming the right person? Some of you in here, you're not the right person, that's okay. But you can be, and you will be if you let God work in your life. Man, I love you guys, and this is, this is, a, special, this is a special series for me. I think God's gonna do incredible things. And I, I really hope that you're here the next two weeks because this is super important for you, especially in the world that we live in today. Let's pray.